I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. You may be like your grandfather in this. I don't know. But certainly both you and your father resemble him very much physically. Well, he is dead. He never saw you. And he had a terrible life. He was defeated long before he died because at the bottom of his heart, he really believed what white people said about him. This is one of the reasons that he became so holy. I'm sure that your father has told you something about all that. Neither you nor your father exhibit any tendency towards holiness. You really are of another era. Part of what happened when the Negro left the land came into what the late E. Franklin Frazier called the cities of destruction. You can only be destroyed by believing that you really are what the white world calls a nigger. I tell you this because I love you and please don't you ever forget it hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a wednesday a walking dead wednesday my fave um <laughs> <laughs> we're we giving you two walking deads uh to catch up this week yes uh we know you already got a dose sunday the we are the last and only podcast still recapping the walking dead and enjoying it and don't you ever forget it okay um and the excerpt today we will be on the right side of history the excerpt today is from uh of course the illustrious james baldwin the fire next time which is a classic classic novel Uh, i feel like uh that's one of those novels almost every black person has read uh sometimes they assign it to you if you depend on what courses you take i've read a lot of hbcus talk Um, about his writing i've never read any of his writings you should read it you should read it it's uh it's on the candle and uh it's amazing um but yeah um what were you gonna say oh no and and listening i guess i understand but i don't i was because what was that insert in the middle of i know that might sound silly like it's in the very beginning it's a letter that he writes to his nephew the whole thing is a letter to his nephew okay uh tanasi coast later did one for his son like that because uh, he was inspired by james baldwin but um it's a letter to his nephew and it's kind of like life advice Mm, and it starts off kind of telling him like listen uh don't believe you're a nigga or else you like if you believe that you are what the white man calls a nigga then you will act out it to prove that you are not or that or to offset the fact that you are ashamed of who you are you are ashamed of yourself um and he said your grandfather was a miserable man who died a miserable life and part of that part of the way he offset that niggerdom was through church and religion okay you know that makes more okay yeah okay i'm with you now yeah so he's like you know he y'all don't have a t- you and your father don't have a tendency towards holiness and he was saying holiness as in a bad thing because you know holiness in a lot of ways is to scrub the sin of being black off of a lot of black people especially that like traditionally in addition to being an organizing space church was also a place that white people white people let black people organize there partially because they knew the organizing under the auspices of religion was always going to be a kneecapped um effort because it's forgiveness it's turn the other cheeks it's peace it's docileness um it's respectability um you know it suits talking well and and being serving your master well stuff like that and so there was a obviously they were stupid because you know we uh 
not every nigga that go to church is is some docile person but come on um but still they they that's one of the reasons they let black people organize the church and also one of the reasons that they started bombing and destroying churches and shit when black people would ever organize or resist that was one of the reasons that churches were always one of the first places to go in communities because they were the organizing hub why do you think so many of our leaders was reverend such and such mm-hmm. you know because those were the black men with the voices in the pulpit and the following to organize um you know i don't know if that has kept up but we still do have that tradition reverend barber mm-hmm. a lot of these black academics go and become reverend so that they can continue that tradition even as you know because that's what we consider to be authentic or used to consider but if you look at like michael eric dyson cornell west um not sure if melissa harris perry's one but a lot of them are like ordained think, ministers yeah, and I don't stuff think she is i don't want to say she's not though because okay. i don't fucking know true uh a lot of these motherfuckers are like ordained ministers and shit because that was black authenticity back in the day so yeah that, that was a form of a form of a validation and uh yeah like you say uh that was a, a trick to actually think that everybody that i understand the concept of this religion and, and the way, quote unquote, particularly Christianity, because that's what most of it is mm-hmm. for. You, you didn't see these organizations and, and a lot of uh, uh, blackness as far as fighting in other religions. It was normally Christianity. And like you said, I could see them thinking, OK, well, we have, quote unquote, taught them or this is what we want them to, to think is this is how it goes. But like you say, everybody behind that, quote unquote, cloth ain't docile they were like yeah i'm say sanctified holy ghost here but i'll put these hands on you if you fuck with me well it became a place to surreptitiously organize i mean let's we can't organize out in the public you know black people were not even allowed to congregate unless it was a church so of course if that's the one time we can meet once white people are not watching we all do share a plight of oppression correct and so those became the organizing space by necessity you know and then i think later i think a, a huge um movement started when black people got uh when slavery was abolished and black people were quote-unquote freed um you'll look and see that's when a whole lot of clubs and organizations fraternities and stuff popped up because i think black people were like we want to organize now we don't have to do it just strictly through church Agreed. and so there were so many organizations you can't even keep up with all the organizations yeah. around the turn of uh the 19 like around the 1900s uh, late 1800s because it's like everybody started a fucking group just because it was like we don't have to do this under the name of god anymore we can just organize and say hey we don't want we want higher wages we want to be treated fairly in our housing let's just start an organization right and we don't have to quote unquote run it through people who go through chain of command we be like nope these are the things that this particular group wants and it don't always have to be uh religious based or or or, or formed off of religion yeah because a lot of that stuff is like some of these issues were never brought up in the religious organizations because not not that they didn't care but you know whoever may be running but like hey that ain't at the, at the top of my agenda right now well maybe yeah I, I mean once also once those people leave the church and organize i mean i'm sure that affected what church kind of became too correct because it's not an organization resistance space as much because hey yeah you know we have created clubs for that now they don't have to come here to do it but um <clears throat> in the movie harriet which i think is a good movie might not be perfect but still good still worth seeing um one of the main characters is uh the a, a priest 
who goes around from plantation to plantation te- preaching to the slaves and he's always preaching like obey your masters and all this stuff and so the white people love him and they thank the priest for coming uh he also was a dude that was hiding slaves so they could escape to the north and the, if you didn't know you didn't know even black people if you didn't know you didn't know because he needed that cover of he's the docile he's the turn the other cheek he's the no it's some good masters out here he's that guy but then when you actually need to get the fuck out of you know south carolina or some shit he's also the guy to go all right now listen these are the ways to the north you're gonna follow this path you're gonna do that so that complexity existed you know um so anyway uh let's get into this episode of the walking dead that's what you guys came for uh you guys know this is the blackout tips itunes stitcher podomatic official weapon of the show is the taser unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme um this episode is episode five of season 10 episode 136 overall what it always is directed by laurel belzy and written by ellie Jorn. Jorne. um it only got a three million rating so of course the, mm-hmm. um uh which we figured they would <laughs> um mm-hmm. uh they do every season but uh yeah we uh what karen what'd you think about this episode overall i enjoyed it i i liked it a lot um i feel as though this is kind of excuse me this is kind of uh the negan that i wish that we would have got a few seasons ago when he first showed up like negan as negan and not these substitutes like because jeffrey dean morgan played the hell out of that character and i love him in this role yeah i also love this episode um we have it it was like it's kind of the before the fireworks start i think because i really want to see him involved with the walker with the whispers oh, but be a comedy show but i actually loved the journey he took this week mm-hmm. um uh and i liked some of the stuff that happened in hilltop um and uh and i, I just felt like this was one of those episodes where everything was building into something but i was okay watching it build because i really liked the interactions in the places they were going so yeah and i liked it and also it was you can quote unquote have a filler episode that moves mm-hmm. and this was kind of one of them and i appreciate these i don't like filler episodes that don't move you just yeah you're gonna a placeholder. you're gonna have some in 16 seasons correct i mean 16 episodes per season you're gonna have some right but sometimes there's a filler episode and you're just like nothing's happening Mm-mm. and then sometimes it's like okay i see how you're moving the chess pieces for these things to happen and i'm looking forward to it and it's not and it, to me it didn't feel like they were dragging it out i'm expecting to come in next week Great. hot hot and ready so um <clears throat> at any rate let's get into our uh get into our actual recap of the uh episode um oh wait and spotify wants to freeze before i can play the thing <laughs> all right uh, like what you ain't gonna do is this oh boy <laughs> all right let's get into it this episode has three different locations um what i'm gonna try to do is break it down by location rather than just going chronological order 
um this one might take a little bit longer to recap than our than we have been doing uh just because uh a lot of stuff was happening um it was but i i'll, I'll see what i can do on this um so we st- i'm gonna start with kind of alexandria it's like alexandria yeah i'll call it alexandria and i'll call negan segment negan all right so <laughs> alexandria this is the shortest clip shortest ones aaron is walking along a bridge practicing some sword tricks looking like uh napoleon dynamite or something like <laughs> like he was out practicing karate by himself walking over that it looked like he was walking around where that bridge is that they not supposed to go at but mm-hmm. i don't know but he was hanging out there i think because they know that the whispers are around and shit like that and i i don't know if his plan was to try to run into one or what but he was by himself no backup and he sees a whisper gut a zombie down by the creek and the whis like the whisper like take leads the zombie to the creek and the way they that it, it was gamma the way that she gut the zombie like the guts and the juice and shit all flowed into the creek mm-hmm. which made me go uh-oh are we, is this like chemical warfare or something yeah like like they literally are poisoning the water because you can't survive without water like that's just common sense right um so then gamma uh comes back to uh aaron sees this he doesn't confront her or say anything uh but he sees that he hides before she can see him and so oh go ahead no because the thing is uh we was talking about this so i guess i wouldn't gamma did did uh carol shot it must have been somebody else you were the one that said that was gamma it and was. i just went along with it but okay i don't know somebody got shot somebody did i didn't know if that was gamma or not because them niggas looked a lot of them look alike to me okay i thought it was her but apparently it was not so yeah I, I i have no idea how to fucking that's what's so scary about these motherfuckers in addition to my white woman actress blindness i don't know which of these zombie motherfuckers is which <laughs> so my bad gamma's still alive i know y'all. beta and i know alpha yeah everybody else is um maybe yeah everybody else is a red shirt from star trek come on you love to go out at any time and i wouldn't know the difference so um yeah so gamma returns back to the camp where alpha and beta are you have something for me i've been damming up the creek like you wanted i've just come back for one more guardian guardian taken as another lost now that's beta beta does not like the the waste of the dead to, to him he worships the zombies mm-hmm. and the ultimate existence is to become a zombie in his mind so he's like as a resource it's disrespectful to keep like using the dead for these other plans that aren't just you know like making them a make maybe making them attack some people or something but he doesn't right. like using them for no purpose just, in his mind right just randomly killing them he was like D- why are we killing them this is stupid yeah and damming up the creek with walkers is not he doesn't like that and truthfully it's not smart for them either because guess what they need water also well drink it further up get your water from before where the zombies at that's true but eventually it's gonna catch up with you too but not really no that's not how creeks work creeks flow one way so if you put if you contaminate the water flowing that way right Mm -hmm. that's the water after the contamination is fucked up the water before is fine you get your water before okay and the way they got shit bordered off they might be in the safe zone and they trying Uh, to fuck up our crew because they said the creek was the the the, the, they said the creek was the new border right so Mm -hmm. they could be doing that uh anyway 
Oh, there we go. Patience. Shifts in strategy take time. Creek. The border. The tree. It will crush them. Now, she said the creek, the water. Okay, that's probably them damming up the creek, putting the juice in the water. The tree. Now, that sounds like the tree that fell on Hilltop Mm -hmm. last week. And I wasn't sure if it was them or not. And I know part of the danger of this crew is it makes you paranoid that everything is them. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's pretty much confirmation that it was them and if so that's fucking diabolical now i'm like did they send those waves of zombies at alexandria because i before i said well maybe dwight's right and it was the satellite now i'm like who fucking knows these motherfuckers are just up to no good out here right well that was uh pretty intense so judith was right last week uh, uh, yeah when well, she said they're gonna make us run around till we get tired and stuff yeah well we could release an army of thousands now this is some red shirt nigga we don't know go ahead say your piece now as a comic book person in a in a movie that watch you know somebody watch movies with villains in it Mm -hmm. it's never good when you're at the conference meeting and the guy that's not really anybody makes a suggestion the, the, the guy that's not in like the top five chairs make a comment yeah it's always a problem when when the guy back in section c3 you i don't think you get a word sir in the script when your name is thug number five come on it's not it's not gonna work out for you Mm-mm. but he says you know essentially we got thousands of dead people in a, in a thousands of zombies in a in a um horde right why don't we just send the fucking horde of them run them all the way over with the shit and not and be done with it like why are we playing these fucking games and she says okay let's speak your piece these little nicks getting our guardians killed at their wolves why don't we cut the enemy down all at once Let us vote. Anyone agree? Nobody raised their hand. Devil, you know you're in trouble. Yeah, you really needed a couple people to raise your hand. Everybody looked around too, and then everybody left. That's democracy for you. Stab! Cut him. Back of the leg. Mm-hmm. Fell to his body. knees. It's fragile. All it takes for it to collapse is a few nicks in the right spots. <laughs> he cut his arm. He tries it because he tried to reach for a knife to cut her. She cut his arm, making him drop the knife. Um, because you know these little nicks that he says you know they he tired of doing just send the horde she like these little nicks hurt and now you can't fight back when their world collapses the smart ones will know where to come to stay safe we will be waiting she hands the razor to blade to uh beta and then he goes over to kill the dude and that's why you don't ask questions at the meeting 
isn't this what we all wish would happen when you have a, a meeting at work and somebody's like oh one more question you know particularly <laughs> when it's dumb or it's something that somebody they've already covered or you're like oh bitch we got this in the email last week where was you is it okay if maybe we should i don't know i'm just spitballing what if we all have a mandatory 10 hours overtime next week would that be something that would help with the problem boss and you know everybody's like this this is democracy for you cut your motherfucking hand off no nobody voted for this the fuck is this shut up but yeah he fucking had to ask that dumbass question and also something else that she stated that kind of stuck out when she was saying the like basically once you do this people will know where to run which means they're gonna have to cross that border well not cross the border i think what she's saying is we're going to starve out their civilization we're going to starve out alligator hilltop all this stuff they when their civilization collapses because they won't have water they won't be able to hunt for food they so they don't have resources they will start to turn on each other when they start to turn on each other they realize that the way of life doesn't work they're gonna know where to run they're gonna run to us and when they run to us i'm gonna let them join the cult and then we become stronger because the pack becomes stronger and that makes sense yeah 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 yeah. that's what i think she means okay i thought that as either they'll come over here you know and we'll have to kill them or they come over here we'll join them yeah no i mean they'll join us i'm sorry yeah she was definitely talking about join them joining she says um when their world collapses the smart ones will know where to come when it's safe and then we'll be waiting those are her exact words so to say they'll know where to come they're saying we're the safety we're safe over here so they'll join us um then uh later um uh gamma goes back uh because after the dude dies um (laughs) he becomes a zombie and um alpha's like you have your guardian and lets her go with the zombie back to the creek to do some more uh some more damning of the creek or whatever yeah and so she does that aaron watches her do it and this time she loses her fucking shit because she starts having flashbacks of her sister getting like basically getting killed and how she had to basically turn her back on her sister and let her die right, but she was hardcore though right like like that I, I was thinking that shit got to fuck with you it ain't like she's a nobody right it fucks with everybody right. you know and so she starts having these flashbacks she's fucking thinking about her sister and she just starts fucking stabbing this zombie she's stabbing this motherfucking zombie like oj coming home early okay he's just and she stabs so hard the knife breaks and cuts her hand the palm of her hand aaron standing in the cut sees this and is like hey hey my name is aaron don't run you know i don't i'm not trying to do you any harm he gives us a, a bandage and says you know you can use this to wrap your head um you know i don't want any problems i'm just trying to understand y'all blah blah, blah. and then she runs off before he can say anything else and what made me upset with this i was like god damn it aaron how do you have more understanding for her but yet you don't have understanding for somebody in your own fucking group negan or lydia right yeah i don't comprehend that you want to understand her but you don't want to understand them and i don't know if he's up to something or not because it's like what would the plan be right you know to ingratiate yourself with a person of that group was that was he really out there just waiting to hopefully cross one of them and ask some questions like he could get killed like that what what is he doing right yeah i didn't understand his reasoning on this but he gives her the bandage um and she runs off and uh first thing she does is show it to alpha uh 
to see to see what happens and i have that clip yeah because you're like somebody gonna see this eventually and you know we don't bandage up so somebody's gonna see and i don't want to i want to be the one to tell her you know if i'm a die or whatever versus somebody else Pop, yeah yeah so she showed that's her showing the bandage uh to alpha the man with the metal arm gave it to me i don't know what i got Then Alpha takes her mask off of her face. They don't take good care of their skin, apparently. Yeah. Also, she got a five head, I noticed. Like, that's a big forehead, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I guess that's why you wear the zombie mask, right? Come on. Sorry to this woman. We've all had to wear different masks different times. Call it a kind of sacrifice. Like your sister. Your sacrifice was much greater. The man with the metal arm could prove useful. Might just have to wear a new man. so what do you think she means by you might just have to wear a new mask karen oh go back out there and and since he's offering go on over there and fuck shit up or either go over there find out what they're doing and keep us informed like pretend to join mm-hmm. that's interesting because i can't imagine our group and the way they are now towards like lydia accepting her also i think it's stupid of um it's stupid of alpha to do it because the closer those people get to that group one of them might see that fucking lydia's alive and you know it better not be gamma because gamma literally sacrificed her sister for the group so i don't know what alpha's thinking like i don't know if she's gonna try to lure them into something trick them into something or what but like that's such a dangerous play because if that woman sees lydia it's a wrap yeah that oh either i think that even if she's not quote unquote join the group she's gonna want her to keep the interaction with aaron going in some way shape form or fashion like even if it's not to join the group but keep him coming out there by himself yeah yeah i mean uh, it could be a ton of different things but i that was my first thought yeah. too was oh she infiltrate the group somehow or gain Aaron, uh, try to act like she's gaining aaron's trust or maybe mislead aaron into thinking they're doing uh something they're not like oh we're about to go south for the for the winter so i don't know like i, yeah, I don't know what and, it could be and she can also infiltrate the infiltrate the true infiltrate the group by just being a regular functioning person like because don't nobody know what the fuck she looked like yeah i guess but then but then when you say wear another mask then i guess i don't know that still is dangerous for alpha it is because that's saying even if she goes over there just to say hey i, I want y'all i just want to join y'all's group i'm not one of them she still might see lydia agree so she's still gonna be her i don't know it's such a weird it, it i wonder what she means it doesn't make sense so i so i don't know what mask is she talking about then. right yeah i don't it doesn't make sense for her to join our group Mm-mm. but maybe some other type of way of getting mm-hmm. information or pretending to be 
uh an alliance with aaron or something i don't know mm-hmm. yeah because the only person knows that Leah's alive is uh beta yeah exactly all right so let's go to hilltop we'll, we'll save alexandra for last uh kelly this is the code open by the way kelly is chilling in the woods by herself she's hunting she has her um slingshot handy dandy slingshot and she spots a pig that she's hunting but every time she goes to use her slingshot her senses fade out mm-hmm. we know she talked about this a few weeks ago about like maybe possibly losing her hearing yeah, or the right. ability to hear things when a lot of noise is going on at the same time mm-hmm. she can't really focus right um uh, but this looked different in that because like it wasn't loud it's quiet of the woods and then you know maybe some birds chirping or something but it was like every time she went to concentrate on the shot was when she seemed to like lose uh consciousness of her surroundings right her vision was fading her hearing was fading they did a very good job of kind of getting inside of her head like we were hearing what she was hearing which is very a very muffled sound which is not actually hearing shit around her yeah it was getting like real blurry and Mm -hmm. fading in and out anyway so kelly um can't really hear and a zombie she hit she hits the the uh pig with the um slingshot and it's dying and she goes over to it to like you know um make sure it's dead or whatever she's like puts her hand on it to like feel if it's breathing or not and all this shit and then um before she can really do that a zombie walks up sneaks up behind her because she can't hear it and the zombie um she kills the one zombie but then um she looks up and there's a bunch of other zombies she goes to kill one of them turns around another zombie has made it over to the pig is eating the pig Mm -hmm. another zombie is eating the pig so basically she lost out on dinner Mm -hmm. now it's kind of interesting zombie logic in this turn in this case convenient zombies because it's like why would the zombies ignore the person that's running around but go eat the the dying pig that's not moving or making any noise correct so that was like I, I, maybe it was making noise and we couldn't hear it because we were through kelly's ears but right but i don't if, know. You know and and it may have been because i think that normally when she would have shot it i think she would have instantly killed it mm-hmm. but when she looked at it it was still like functioning mm-hmm. so i really do think it, it may have been making noise right when we, okay it may yeah. have been like squealing because I, I think she was kind of hurt that um it didn't instantly die she looked like okay oh my god she's still alive my something's wrong so then this part i'm not gonna front to me is stupid this I next agree. part this next part um not that first part i don't care about that part Mm-mm. but the next part is kind of stupid mm-hmm. she be- takes makes a beeline running away from the zombies in the woods knowing she can't hear anything and she's running so hard that she literally like runs and falls down a hill fucking herself up like like getting hurt so bad she's like bleeding from inside her mouth and shit and then she leans up against like a rock and we see a zombie hand and she's like about to almost pass out a zombie hand like reaches towards her like it's gonna eat her or something and then the walking dead thing plays and i was like but why did you run like what what was that part about because it's not like zombies be running or whatever like did you think they were the whispers like why what were you running for like you lost like she totally panicked and lost her cool and that's why she got fucked it was all on her yeah and i think 
to an extent you panic because you're like okay i but but like you say it makes no sense all your senses are are, are off so you running knowing that you're not at 100 percent capacity i'm like you it, it makes no right. it makes no sense it's like if anything your your sense of looking ought to go up because you know your hearing is down she hit like a full like like a full stride Mm-hmm. like a uh, second oj reference a uh, full oj through the airport stride come Ooh, on jumping over shit like it was just like what like it was hurt it's like what are you doing um so yeah and, okay. and then the dumb part is she was there a zombie behind her reaches and did we never see that motherfucker again what happened well yeah we were gonna get to that though okay um <laughs> that was my thing what the fuck happened yeah i hear you i hear you i was gonna get to that uh i had questions well the thing is i mean it looks at that point like obviously she's gonna get eaten Mm -hmm. and if she's not gonna get eaten then we have to wonder what the fuck is up with that zombie because that was the most freest meal i've ever seen like you think the pig was a free meal come on kelly was in no condition to put up any type of fight Mm -mm. against any zombies for any reason um but back at hilltop um they're working on the, constructing the wall uh where the tree fell um and we can see that you know they've cut up some trees and brought the logs and they're they're out there killing zombies to keep them away from the construction area stuff like that normally my chief concern would be the hidden beauty of the grain but with quantity being of the essence rift and quarters on it'll be happy to recapitulate Oh, no. No, just checking in. All good? Eugene's come up with a zero-waste plan. Claims he can use every cubic inch of the tree, even the bar. Seems as good a time as any to master the Pueblo or the basket weaving. Uh, before you head off, Earl and I were talking. Instead of using the extra wood for the addition, what if we made some weapons? now alden is asking yumiko who somehow yumiko's become the one in charge that's what i'm about to say she and i really do think that's because zeke hadn't took control because literally if zeke would have stepped up everybody would have respected his order right but because he didn't step up so you, it couldn't go to shit because nobody was willing to make any fucking decisions like something had to be done and somebody had to make decisions yeah and the turnover at hilltop is like the trump administration Come on. i mean we've gone from gregory maggie tara jesus uh zeke kinda i mean who's left so of course our new group you know i can see how they could take up leadership positions in hilltop um it's actually kind of masterful storytelling considering from a long time ago they came they showed up at alexandria first and it was like well why can't they just stay there now it makes sense because a lot of these motherfuckers at hilltop ain't gonna be here so they're gonna need some leadership mm-hmm. so but alden tells her hey can we use the extra wood to make weapons like catapults and shit yeah because it, you know because in his mind which i understand he's like hey if this is then we can't be fucking unprepared we can't be out here going it ain't a big deal we don't know if it's them we don't know if it's them and then get fucked up because we can't fight back yeah alden and earl are convinced that the that the whisperers pushed that tree down ah right. so they're so they're like listen we need weapons um she does not allow them to make offensive. it a couple of a couple yeah. catapults for the north wall yeah no look i think it's a good idea honestly just not right now not with half the kingdom still in tents. okay i get it so the whisperers 
Taskmaster Giant hole in our wall. Yeah, well, we don't know it was them for sure. And now they're throwing walkers at us every couple of hours, and we're just going to sit here twiddling our damn thumb. It happened. So they're also getting the 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 uh, waves of zombies at Hilltop too. Not as big, but still, we we saw this tactic on on in Alexandria. Judith brought it up last week. Now it's happening in the hilltop. It's kind of making sense. Yeah, and also it's it's one of those things to where I could see them just quote unquote disobeying her, and making weapons anyway, and be like, you know what, fuck that bitch. If we get anything extra, anything extra, we're making weapons because yeah. we don't feel right about this, and we don't agree with her decision. We're not going to flat out quote unquote disobey her, but at the same time we can't be unprepared in case shit go wrong and she looking crazy and my thing is this you can tell she's quote unquote kind of new in leadership because i personally think if maggie or tara would have been in charge she'd be like they'd be like fuck yes make weapons maybe i don't know because um the reason she said don't make weapons is because the the tree fell on people's housing and she's like use the extra for now to make housing for people because people don't got nowhere to stay Mm. so she didn't just say like don't do it she said no just not right now like that's a great idea we should do it but the priority right now is to get everybody back to a, a roof over their head minimum and then we can think about making some weapons anyway i do a, I, I do feel you though I, I mean it's all about priorities and oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you know knowing she also at the time she doesn't know for sure that the white that the whispers did that we do as an audience right right and so her thing is and, and, and to an extent her she's making a decision based off of the knowledge that she knows she go okay we don't know so since we don't know i'm not gonna respond like it's uh, like we know this i'm gonna say let's do these priorities and if the decision changes we will actually redirect those resources which is a logical idea right um so then a woman comes over to her and tells her uh hey yumiko somebody done broke into the uh she shed okay uh come on and stole some shit yeah it happened again root cellar middle of the night well who the hell was on watch and the person that was on watch is actually um magna mm-hmm. now if you guys remember from last week yumiko and magna are lovers but they had a quarrel over the fact that magna has this insecurity about yumiko apparently yumiko was her lawyer magna was a criminal that yumiko was defending and there's like an unspoken at this point uh you know there was an unspoken type of what appeared to be a long-term argument of like you have always looked down on me as my lawyer and you think you can tell me what to do but you're not my lawyer no more and you need to respect me blah 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 okay well magna was supposed to be on guard duty and some shit went missing from the supplies um i think it was doing her rounds yeah i think they said it was uh some type of uh some fish or something mm-hmm. um so she goes and confronts magna magna's listening to music reading a book and completely just fucking ignores her and uh like to the point where she like turns the music back up and shit and so yumika walks off like okay like you like duly noted okay right uh daryl comes in on his motorcycle with sadiq he came from alexandria him and connie have a brief moment he gives her a sign language like can we talk later i know there daryl uh rode up in there like i learned this for you girl for you 
yeah i feel like daryl and uh connie you know i was picking up on it and now it's just solidified that daryl and connie are definitely uh it's not just a show uh me looking too far into it like that they're definitely shipping them yeah he he came in there like uh mac on uh, ages of shield i'm gonna learn spanish for you girl yeah and so he says can we talk later with spanish with like uh sign language zeke comes over asking if they've seen negan because you know they know that negan's escaped and they're like we ain't seen him yet and he's like it just pissed me off because all the shit he put us through and he gonna get away um and they're like you know he's out there we'll look for him and then uh zeke coughs and it was one of those tv calls where it's like i think that was supposed to be like people only cough on tv if it's part of a plot right they don't cough just like normally people <coughs> and everybody keep trucking it's like no we want you to see this cough yeah it's never like real life where somebody just coughs and you just like move on with the rest of your life and it right? never comes back up never it's like if a person cough on tv they everybody definitely start looking around they definitely have an issue uh even on scripted tv so uh he coughs and i did notice it um and he asked Sadiq to help out in the infirmary and he says that the um the they have some people that are sick at Hilltop uh which makes me wonder if whatever the sickness that's going around could that be related to the water that's that's the first thing I thought um Daryl asks is if, if, if he's like so you ain't gonna ask about Carol and Zeke goes nah walks off like a pimp nah, nah I'm good dog uh so some guys come he busted but you don't have to call (laughs) it's okay girl because i'm gonna be all right tonight uh so some guys come in from the hunt connie looks at them and sees kelly's not with them she's like where's kelly and the hunting party's like she was tracking something and said she was gonna meet us back at hilltop she ain't here right they was like she ain't beat us back we we because we thought she was gonna beat us back that's why we didn't go looking and daryl was like uh daryl sees this this exchange um and it's clear like connie got to go out looking for kelly mm-hmm. and you know that's gonna happen daryl's coming and so is dog yeah daryl was like yeah you're you're not going out there by yourself and you can't hear no i don't think so how does dog keep up with the motorcycle when daryl drives from alexandria to um to hilltop i wonder that's a strong ass dog like the dog don't never get tired do they have like a secret dog trailer great cardio fit um so then daryl and connie go out in the woods looking for kelly connie blames herself for not going with kelly daryl tells her the story of how him and merle went fishing one time and you know merle's a piece of shit we all know but she don't know merle Mm -mm. that's just his brother and so she he basically says merle like fell the boat boat flipped over or something or they fell they they fell into the water daryl can swim merle can't he saves merle's life and brings her to to the shore and he turns around and says uh dummy get the beer and daryl like i guess it's just lighthearted, you know trying to make it laugh and it was funny because he's doing some of it in sign language he's had to write some of it down right, he was like i don't know the whole alphabet girl yeah he had to write some of it down some of it is her reading his lips it was like a real cute story and it's also daryl sharing about his past which mm. we never get to see Mm-mm. uh so then dog gets the scent of kelly they discover uh that the zombie the, they find the pig that she killed and the zombies ate mm-hmm. and daryl turns around with his crossbow because somebody comes up behind him and it's magna apparently magna went out with them right looking for kelly as well um and she shakes her head like no sign of kelly 
back at hilltop yumiko and alden are talking and yumiko said she should be out there looking for uh kelly with them and alden says those uh magna daryl and connie are capable of uh, just of finding kelly and being okay so you shouldn't even worry about that and earl brings up um the tree falling again and blames the whispers again and says you know they're gonna come back earl is like lock her up lock her up like this is some bullshit don't nobody hear me i'm speaking the truth he is like woke twitter he's like hey hey y'all see this y'all see ain't nobody gonna pay me attention i know what i'm talking about retweet yeah earl only has a one track mind and i think the other thing i have to realize is that earl lost tammy during that yes he did at the bridge yeah mm-hmm. earl lost tammy during that and i think that is gonna forever mess with him um what happened to the baby that they adopted i wonder like i wonder they, mem- uh, oh nabila and uh mm-hmm. okay yeah remember they they uh adopted nabila and jerry got mm-hmm. them. Okay. so now they got 18 kids right okay um so alden says hey man you know i think about the people who died every day and and errol's like as you should basically right because his girlfriend died yeah yeah uh enid mm-hmm. so then zeke tells sadiq uh someone stole a quarter of the medical supplies when they go to the infirmary and they talk about a trinket that henry made zeke that had fell out of zeke's pocket or something and why he's talking about you know how henry made this thing and never got to give it to him um a uh he start he has a coughing fit zeke starts coughing so Dick's like man let me check you you know you had to deal with that fire last week maybe you got some smoke inhalation and he puts his hand towards him like yeah let me just check you out and zeke slaps his hand away real violently like he was trying to steal a, a, a piece of chicken off his plate and he was like get your goddamn hands off of me <laughs> right and um and so it's such a and it's such a violent slap that it's it it's a definitely a thing like it's not you it's not one of those things you can avoid like okay so what's the real problem so sadiq is like what's what's really going on yeah he was like okay this is completely out of character what the fuck is this yeah he's like i said i was fine like that you know and so then he unbuttons his shirt and reveals to see i mean to sadiq that he has a lump uh right around his like collarbone area of his throat mm-hmm, and it's grown and it was it's what do you mean it's grown like it's there and then you can tell like a discoloration like it kind of oh it's big yeah okay yeah it's big um we i wouldn't we have not seen it before mm-hmm. I, there's not any hints of it in previous episodes but um he's like um you know sadiq goes into his doctor thing being like well look man we could treat this with meditation and some other shit and zeke like no man i know what this is and he's like well we you know we don't have uh all the all the tools you know there might be things we can do he's like no man there's nothing you can do about it um he said you know my grandmother and my father went through this and they survived i watched them it runs in my family it's thyroid cancer it has a 98 percent survival rate but it's the z-pop now it's a death sentence because what the fuck i'm gonna do you can't you know you can't chemo it you can't um do surgery like i'm a like this shit is gonna kill me now and sadiq opens up to him about having ptsd from the barn watching everybody get killed mm-hmm. and he says look i don't have maybe i can't treat it maybe i don't have the medicines techniques for that 
but i we can at least start talking about these things like we're all going through trauma my thing is i don't want to talk to nobody about it you don't want to tell anybody about this but we can at least talk about it um so then out in the woods they find kelly but before we move on this makes the scene with him and michonne makes more sense like oh because he was like i'm basically sentenced to die so he was like me jumping ain't gonna make a difference i'm gonna die anyway oh yeah it may be into a state of mind of why he was gonna jump off that thing right um and why he kissed michonne he's like fuck it correct yolo (laughs) um so then um they find kelly in the woods kelly says she couldn't hear before but she's fine now so i don't know if it's like i don't know i don't know what's going on what kelly's condition is exactly Mm -mm. uh so then they get kelly some water magnus says hey we gotta get back to hilltop daryl's like man we need to find somewhere closer because kelly you know we too far away and kelly we need like supplies and stuff to treat her wounds and she ain't gonna make it Mm -mm. and so kelly does a sign to magnus says tell them and magna kind of freezes yeah and daryl can read so he's like tell them what right and she also made a sign something she also said something later he couldn't see but anyway because he can't read everything right which i kind of like that they're making it so daryl's not just fluently fucking Mm -mm. in sign language the next day like it's like it's a process he's learning like you learn a new language um so magna takes them to a stash of stuff that is obviously the stolen supplies from hilltop this nigga been stealing she her and kelly somehow been stealing okay at least kelly knew about it yeah and and daryl looked like did you know about this she was like hell no i didn't know about this you have to say the characters names because there's three women that are she (laughs) kelly's sister my bad connie connie yeah he looks at connie like did you know that it was out here stealing this shit and connie's like no and she was like look we can just tell everybody we found the supplies and bring and bring them back and daryl kind of begrudgingly goes along with it because i think he likes connie right because this is such a like he's clearly fucking pissed at this shit he even says um to magna like these people took you in they got children and families and old people in there they need these supplies and y'all stole from them and he's like you know that's all you good for is talking shit like you like you ain't good for nothing and connie says you know let's just act like we found it in the woods they bring kelly back and all the supplies i'm waiting for they don't because at the time it seemed like nobody really noticed and they haven't had to explain it yet because it's like oh great thank god they found kelly but at some point they're gonna have to explain what the fuck happened somebody gonna ask questions mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm gonna be real interested to see what the penalty for that is or what the explanation is because no one's gonna buy that y'all happened out in the woods and someone just had the supply sitting out there you know anyway um dante talks with sadiq um on the radio uh dante the dr dude bro uh and sadiq asks about rosita says you know um he said well rosita you know i think he said rosita's a little sick or something but she would never like tell cop to that or something like mm-hmm. that so um sadiq's like well, look i'm gonna leave from home tonight and make sure that uh i'll take care of her once again another sick person could it be that water a possibility you know i don't know something and so yeah, that's a great way to get a massive amount of people sick really quickly right and um you know even uh, to be front to be honest long shot long shot in the dark here but also wonder like could that be what's up with zeke like he thinks it's thyroid cancer but it could be some type of 
infection from that fucking water i i think it's an infection from the water i understand him going okay stop but i think that may be us like the water may have caused the thyroid stuff to be activated quote unquote but i i wouldn't surprise me if that is actually part of the process because i don't know nothing about water poisoning like what if um we get to back to alexandria and um rosita has the same exact thing right then he's gonna piece that they're gonna go no 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 this, yeah. this is something bigger and they had the pieces out because dumbass aaron knows that the the fucking water's being poisoned even though he sat there and didn't say shit like how could he anyway all right um so i don't think we've seen him after that yeah we've seen him he saw her do it he saw her Uh, kill the zombie slice the guts open and let the let it flow into the water and then he waited on her and saw her do it again so my question is like maybe we'll see next week but bruh that's not newsworthy somebody gotta know anyway right um so um uh okay sadiq asked about rosita blah, blah, blah. then he asked if carol's around and dante's like yeah i'll go get her give me a second and he get and then um sadiq gets up from the walkie talkie radio thing and that's when uh zeke sits down zeke sits down basically waiting on carol to come carol comes but he turns the radio off right before she can answer yeah he was like you know what mm, no i no, no, i'm good i'm good yeah and i don't don't think he want to tell her that he's dying yeah so why do you think he doesn't want to tell her because you know he still has feelings it's 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 almost like uh it's not it's not like a teenage love but he's like i'm in love with this woman uh i care about her and i don't have the courage to let her know i'm dying i don't know how she's going to respond i might i might start crying and she like he was like i don't the emotional roller coaster to it might be too much for him and his thing is like how am i supposed to quote unquote get over her if i'm kind of re-pulling her back into this if she's quote unquote okay without me like it's like a zillion things going through his mind yeah it's just funny though like he could also still be mad at her i agreed um you know i don't know man and i wonder if it'll be okay if it turns out that he's not really dying of thyroid cancer and he's gonna be okay i I just wonder about it um at any rate yumiko goes in to talk to magna you know it's scary to think but kelly probably wouldn't have made it if you guys hadn't found that stash Sounds like it was pretty far off the main road. Just say it. You think I stole everything and hid it out there? Yeah, well, it wouldn't have been the first time. Then it would have been smart. Yeah, or it would have been a selfish, stupid. I was going to say a mistake. No, but you were thinking it. For 13 years, that's how you've looked at me. That is not true. Since the day you showed up near your fancy suit with all your fancy you really want to know what i thought that day i thought here is a person an innocent person who's been locked up for a crime they didn't commit someone who's never trusted anybody because no one's ever trusted her someone who's good and yeah mad mad at everyone mad at the world for being so my cousin she was a little girl and he gets to go on living his life? No way. But nobody came for him. 
lesbian drama ain't no drama like it um but uh yeah so that was i guess the backstory is um magna was in prison for or i guess on trial for killing a nigga Mm -hmm. and the dude she killed had done something to her uh cousin or something uh and it sounds like whatever it was was pretty fucked up and she was mm-hmm. like nobody's gonna do nothing to him so i'm gonna go kill this motherfucker and she's like you always was judging me based off of that now maybe it's not true maybe it is but um whatever perceived or real it's now within this relationship and magna to me seems to still be fucking up you still in these supplies yeah, and like you're still wrong and then it's that thing that people do now or, well not now they've always done it when they're wrong so then they bring up some other shit that's not really related to it it's like so what are you like so are you saying you didn't do it because if you're saying you didn't do it that's one discussion and you're right i shouldn't be accusing you of something you didn't do and i'm sorry if you're saying you did it but i should like be like nah it's smart i'm glad you stole 25 percent of the supplies from everybody I'm, I'm not gonna be able to meet you there because you lied to me too you didn't it's not like you put me in on if it's so fucking smart why didn't you let me know about the shit and then of course lastly um trying to bring up like some old shit to be like you can't t- wow this is really just about how you never really respected me man you're currently still fucking up that's her thing she could have looked past it right but she was like you she could have died somebody you consider a friend could have died because you're stealing shit right like like the, at the moment the past is the past and we could have moved past this you didn't even have to fucking tell me i could have kept on believing my fairy tale fucking story if you would have just stopped fucking up the other thing too about this that's really weird is i do understand this idea like i killed somebody before the zombie apocalypse to get revenge and you and you think that's different than us killing people in the zombie apocalypse to survive yeah i might think that's different especially somebody that's a lawyer or something they might find that now i'm not saying i would necessarily judge her you know and uh, and i think magna's looking at like well we've all killed people now so what's the fucking point of you know acting like any one killing is better than the other but it's like that's the whole point really is that some killing is justified and some isn't and that's what separates the people that you want to group up with from the people you can't trust you know yeah and that was her thing she looking like okay now i can't trust you right like like that like i think at at the end of the day that was her thing i even think she would have bypassed knowing that she stole that shit like she's okay you bought it back okay okay cool, cool i wonder cool. if we'll get a flashback to like their origin story if that's all we're gonna get because i mean how did they end up together did were they in the courtroom when the zombie apocalypse broke out like were they you know what i mean like did, did were they in love and yumiko went in the prison to go get her and free her did did, did, did magna break out of prison and go find yumiko like how did this happen i'd love to see their meet cute now but uh i mean if they even stay a couple yeah i I don't think they will because Mm -hmm. in yumiko's mind she's looking like 
no 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 you got to go now like yeah. i don't care where you go but you got to get the fuck up out of here and my thing she's looking like well you know what you're doing is fucked up and like and her thing too is she's all in in the group she was like they took us in mm-hmm. they patched me up when we first got here she's like bitch what is everybody's looking at her like bitch what is wrong with you um and she's always been the one that was kind of distrustful remember when she was gonna go try to kill michonne yeah uh, she walked up on the wrong one that day yeah judith was waiting with the gun Ooh, i, I should have blew her head off yeah the thing i keep thinking is like you know magnus may just be a fucked up person correct you know like she's a wild card and she's just come close to the edge but things have kind of worked out but she keeps self-sabotaging everything so maybe she just this is what she does maybe this is her pattern um and so final scene on hilltop connie comes to check on daryl because daryl's about to leave with sadiq back to alexandria and she apologizes for asking him to lie for them and he says um i get it and you know he gets it because merle was his fucking brother so mm-hmm. he's like yeah not uh, ain't shit ass sibling that you gotta like take the rap for sometimes i know what that's like um and then he does a sign for like that's your family so i get it and then she does a sign of you're my family and he's like you know oh whatever and i thought maybe they was gonna kiss or something but they didn't uh and then uh he uh bikes off with dog mm-hmm. so and i was like you taking that loud ass motorcycle everywhere even at night yep you don't give a damn all right let's get to the meat and potatoes of it uh so the last segment is negan Mm-hmm. it's the only thing i can call this segment just negan uh and, and uh it starts with negan down by a stream and a guy sneaks up on him and gives him some water out of a canteen and his name is brandon and he says oh it took me forever to catch up to you to which i'm like retro took me forever to catch up to you so you knew negan was lee like you followed him out of alexandria and then the question becomes that after after you mentioned he followed him i do you think brennan was the one who freed him possibility because you know his whole thing we, we don't know who let negan out Mm-mm. um anyway uh this negan fanboy or either somebody may have somebody else may have quote unquote let him out and he may have seen him and just decided to follow yeah i don't know this negan fanboy basically says uh number one fan yeah he's it's like if you ever seen the fan the movie with wesley snipes like this is that type of energy this dude's a big negan fan okay i mean big time i mean like uh my hammer academia and all might he got all the negan shirts all the negan collectibles never moved from box come on got the posters on the walls negan action figures he know the negan, negan mu- video games he, he went to see the negan musical three times come on negan museum i have been there like he just this is what he does he dresses up for negan this halloween so he's a big negan fan and he basically says it took forever for me to catch up with you and he gives him because like he makes it seem like he gonna like get the drop on him but he's like oh i'm just messing with you man here's some water you want some water out of my canteen like and so um uh and this is after negan's like you know negan's playing it cool because you know this isn't the old school negan anyway but he's just mm-hmm. also kind of a cool calm collective very like thoughtful calculating individual yes he is so uh this dude tells him like 
he does like the negan he does a negan whistle mm-hmm. and you know we know what it sounds like his whistle it doesn't sound like and he says how you know my dad says that's how he used to do the whistle did i but i'm not sure that i did it right and yeah, he was like i uh I'm, we used to have vhs's of it but you know uh, they got destroyed so i'm trying to base do it off of memory yeah and and the thing is like his dad must have been one of the one of the saviors who followed Negan and right. handed it down yeah. to his son who never even know knew anything about Negan mm-hmm. but rumors and innuendos and shit correct and the lies that his father told him right and i love this this is brilliant was that it did i get it you would have totally whistled back, right? My dad, he used to tell me how, like, you and the saviors would, like, whistle back and forth like that before. You, uh, you say you had some granola or some shit. <laughs> like, just shut the uh, hell up, boy. The raisins and the busted knife. It's kind of in a rush when I packed it all. <clears throat> so you're really not going to tell me how you got out of that cell? I will at least tell me what we're looking for. Boy, safe. I get it. A new sanctuary. Man, how badass was that place? And then Rip Grimes comes along. Talk about hypocrisy. Kills our parents. Drags us to Alexandria. Lectures us about community. Uh, can't argue that. It ain't bullshit. Man, I heard you made him cut his own kid's hand off. Then you killed him. Carl Grimes, I heard you shot him. I never did that. Now we know Negan loved him from Carl. Right. See, he don't know this. This yeah. dude don't know this because he only heard lies and shit. The other thing you have to remember, this guy was a kid mm-hmm. when the Saviors got lost to the to to the Rick's crew, right? Mm-hmm. So he also had how much time time is like 13 years or something has passed like yes a long period a long period of time because we've had two time jumps since then so all this time has passed since he he, so he doesn't have an actual recollection of any of the shit that happened Mm -mm. um and this and the reason i i really love this like this is probably my favorite part of this episode it reminds me so much of civil war reframing Mm -hmm. in america and how it became a war of northern aggression in the south and it's the lost cause we were just it was a valiant cause it was for states rights and our freedom states rights to own slaves right that's freedom right the saviors were not this altruistic good group Mm -mm. negan and the thing is we know that negan has said we don't you know we don't know if it's true but uh he said just last week like it's fucked up but daryl i believe y'all's way of life is better than what i was doing like so it's funny how now that i believe it this is now when i get in trouble and i gotta get the fuck out of here because y'all trying to kill me right but uh yeah so this dude don't even know he fucking up and that the framing of what he's saying is so such a like misrepresentation if not outright lie you know Nigga, like you want to hit her with that stick? Mm-hmm. I would never kill a kid. And I believe Nigga on that one. Yeah, no, 
definitely. I'm with you, obviously. We're both Negan. <laughs> he got them crazy eyes. We both Negan. Yeah, Brandon just. Brandon's one of those people that you just they they let you know they're crazy right away, and you just have to go. I don't know when, but we're this, gonna have it out because they're end well. they're too crazy for 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 us to just keep acting like it's it's not a manageable level of this crazy. This is not normal behavior. Yeah, and so then um they make it to a barbed wire like makeshift fence of some type in the woods, which Negan immediately says, "All right, this is must be like." where the whisperers are marking their territory right to be like hey this is uh dangerous uh this is don't cross this line we're gonna fuck you up we're gonna kill you and shit like that Mm -hmm. um and y'all the amount of pressness in brandon was phenomenal yes we do this skin freaks damn should we cross the enemy of my enemy is my friend a zombie comes up attacks negan this motherfucking brandon did not help at all Mm -mm. and this is a struggle like negan is not the old Negan. like he's emaciated okay he's not in top zombie killing form crunches every day running three miles he was like hey nigga i've been in the jail cell doing work release he Uh, don't have a harem of wives feeding him all kinds of grapes like right this this is not the same level so he has to kill this walker by himself without brandon trying to help at all and he eventually uses his stick and some of the barbed wire on the ground to decapitate the zombie it's a pretty cool zombie death Thanks for your help. <laughs> Sorry, I just needed a second to wrap your gift. He gives Negan a barbed wire wrap. There's more. Bat. Swipes it all from Alexandria. A barbed wire wrap bat, and he also has Negan's jacket uh, and scarf. <laughs> he was like, he was like, bro, you remember your best hits? I got them all. I went through the museum. I stole everything off the display rack. Right. <laughs> that had your name on it like this is like everything except for the hobbling this is that movie misery when kathy bates was like i'm your number one fan i'm number one nobody gonna love you gonna love you like i do right tell me put my shitting pants on like just he was a groupie yeah he should have known something was wrong whenever he was like you're not gonna help me this nigga like oh i'm wrapping your gift up while i'm struggling and it might die well i do think he knew something was wrong i don't think negan at no point did thought this dude was on the up and up oh, i think he always yeah. knew something. was like something's up with this dude and you know i'm gonna try to steer clear of him drop drop him at some point uh, yeah because i think he initially when he talked about car he wanted to fuck him up then he was like you know what i'm not not yet not yet i'm, I'm a change man because people are a resource correct it took me forever to find this found it in the back of an old storage garage my dad said he never saw you without it 
so no. Why don't you just put that in your backpack? I don't want to be recognized. You like it though, right? <laughs> you like it though, right? What care? That you like it though, right? I'm like, what? Yeah, and Nigga, I think, says, does a pig like shit? Stink. Yeah, does a shit pig stink or something like that. Um, so yeah, Buddy is super crazy. And he got them crazy white boy eyes. I think he reads the comics. Like, like, that's just, that, like, that, like, Buddy's into it like that. So then, uh, they, the fanboy takes Nigga to a spot that he thinks could be like the new sanctuary or building. And it's like, can you imagine we could set this up and all the stuff? And then Negan hears a woman screaming. He runs over around the corner of a bus. He kills a walker. Uh, but the, the knife when he kills a walker breaks off at the hill. Then he runs on the bus and he kills, uh, some zombies like brutally. A woman and her kid watch like horrified. She kills a couple zombies. And when Negan kills the last zombie, Brandon is like, damn, classic Negan i was like you are fucking useless i like he attends walker stalker con okay that he was like i don't plan on fighting those zombies i just plan on watching you like he came here for the full negan experience and he is getting it and he is getting his life he might as well stood up say bravo 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 next scene yeah he's like thank you thank you so much guys i never thought i can i have your autograph back please (laughs) come on um and so then um the woman tells Negan that her her and her son Milo had to run from Walkers because the camp got overrun, and so now it's just back to them two. Um, and she's like, "I need to take him on a walk," and she does. And then the fanboy dude uses this moment along with Negan to be like, "So, what are we gonna do with him? Follow him back to their stash, kill him, take their stuff?" And Negan's like, like, "No, right? Didn't I just tell y'all don't kill kids, like or whatever?" Like he's like, "No, we're we're not gonna do shit." and the guy has like a, a crowbar and negan's like hold up sit down because he's yeah. about he's like i'm not this i'm not speaking in code i'm not saying go kill them i'm telling you i think maybe you should go back and he's like what i can't go back they'll know that i'm with you and i'm a bad liar and you know if i go if, if i go back they're gonna you know i'm gonna get discovered and it's been too long and so negan says okay change the plan new plan leave me the fuck alone don't hang around me go off on your own direction do whatever the fuck you want to yeah, do go back if you want to tell them you see me i don't give a fuck yeah i don't care where you go tell the truth lie it just don't matter to me i don't like you and i don't want you around right your energy and then the dude's like you just like all the others and he leaves and i said that's how you know somebody crazy right when they got a long list of everybody that's the grievances it's like everyone's on that list sir it's you right that, that's like who should be on the list all the others that say you fucking crazy all yeah. the hundreds of other people that you've interacted with they be like you ain't right you too you ain't right you too yes it's you nigga it's you all you like this list should be one person long you stop blaming everybody else for your Come fucking on. problems nobody else did this like when like when they was in the back of that 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 uh bus negan was looking at him like <laughs> oh okay oh okay oh oh you crazy i am yeah <laughs> uh po nigga just tweeting he keep adding him 
at mm. nigga i got your back dog at, at nigga i got your coat too at nigga look at this leak at nigga look what i tweeted earlier at nigga look at this other person's tweet yeah. at nigga read and, this and, article and nigga told him to calm down and all of a sudden he the victim how dare you tell me i'm crazy right this is violence against me right Negan, like am i gonna have to mute this nigga what's right. happening right I'm, I'm trying to just let you be i'm gonna have to block you after a while meanwhile every time he watched Negan fart or cuss or anything he's just sitting around nobody gonna believe this the number one fan <laughs> he's like everybody gonna think i'm crazy if i talk about this online everybody gonna think i'm the lunatic so then um uh negan goes off and uh talks to milo after the dude is left uh brandon is left he talks to the little kid milo and in the only way negan can long story short they have a long conversation about nut tapping uh like this conversation is hilarious and ridiculous yes and just classic me and classic stupid guy shit oh no we're gonna crash uh milo's playing with an airplane uh, hey. don't worry kid i don't bite mom she's inside packing so we got a little bit of time to kill where'd brandon go brandon he went looking for supplies you know what i'm gonna be real with you uh i told brandon to get lost see i think not the best co-pilot if you catch my drift you don't catch my drift at all do you you've Mm-mm. never been on a plane nope never seen one in the air Mm-mm. oh man that's all right it's not your fault that God turned this world into an ass pit before you were born. All right. Picture this. Right. Sitting on the plane. Really nice, comfy seats, but it feels like you've been sitting on the runway for goddamn ever. Suddenly, there's this kind of... I'm going to skip this part. I want to get to nut tapping. Because that was the part where I was like, how the fuck you just met this kid? You talking about hitting each other in the balls. It's a white man thing, there I think. so much you're going to miss growing up in this screwed up world. You know, driving your first set of wheels, video games, nut tapping. What? You've never heard of nut tapping? Seriously, with big old sausage fingers like those? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, the whole point of nut tapping catching the other guy off guard right embarrassing him getting even for him calling your mom a slut or whatever want to keep your wrist loose like this lean in all casual like thwack snap your fingers right on his nuts now you got to remember you go low you go too high you get nothing but dick (laughs) all right let's see what you got you're a natural See, if nut tapping were a sport, you wouldn't have to roll it up and you would still be in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) Oh, all right, kid. Dinner. Not going to happen without fire. Fire is not going to happen without wood. Tell me something. You get all packed up? Yeah. Yeah, you know. I know the moving sucks. You know, it's like I was telling your mom, though. I know a place and I'm pretty sure they're going to take you in. It's got maybe high walls, farmland, 
even has a mansion sitting in the middle of it. Hilltop. You just can't tell them who brought you, all right? But I will get you as close as I can. One condition, though. Keep those meaty fingers holstered up when my nuts are around. <laughs> okay. Deal? Yeah. Oh. So that's like this really sweet moment with Negan in the Negan this way possible. Mm-hmm. Talking about slapping nuts and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you know, I, this is the moment when I said, uh oh, this is too sweet. Oh, this is not sweet. Nothing on this show gets to be this sweet for this long. Apparently so. And I love classic Negan, man. Like this is the kind of stuff that it's filler, but it's also like, I'm okay with this because I was entertained. You know what I mean? Like you can make an argument like, oh, this didn't matter. Nothing really happened in with this, this storyline. Other, who cares about these characters? And I'm like, I kind of wanted to see Negan do Negan shit. And this is some Negan shit. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then, um, uh, Negan, uh, uh, Negan goes to, oh wait, am I looking at the right thing? Yeah, yeah, okay. So then Negan goes to get the firewood and he's coming back with the firewood and he hears the whistle. I mean, Brandon is back. Now the whistle is better this time. That's it, right? You almost had me back on the bus when you kicked me out. Brandon has killed uh, Milo and his mama. Mm-hmm. So, somehow, Brandon thinks this is what Negan secretly wanted. This was a test. Then I remember this is Negan. He's always messing with people, keeping them in line. So I realized it was a test. It's going to get a lot more dangerous from here on out. That's what you said to me. You wanted to make sure that I had the balls to do what had to be done. What do you think? I passed, right? I am me! Negan picked up a rock and bludgeons this nigga to death. And then he goes over to the bag and gets the jacket and the bat out. Face covered with blood. And walks off. He tried to go straight. He did. He really tried. He really gave it a shot, guys. I mean, he's like, I'm gonna go to straight arrow. You try to get out and they just suck you right the fuck back. And, you know, for all of us that are, you know, kind of fans of the asshole bad guy Negan, in a way, you're kind of like, good. Like, I kind of was, like, he's not around our people, but he's back to being like Negan ish Negan. And the thing is, I'm like, you know my morals land and nigga kind of said he was kind of crazy like oh no 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 brandon needed to die but i'm talking about him picking up the bat in the jacket ah okay okay it's like okay okay, this is the transformation back to negan Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because even with that it didn't feel like that was some negan shit when he killed Mm -hmm. that dude Mm -hmm. felt like he did it because that dude was that was fucked up with brandon did he Mm -hmm. needed to go that die but um yeah so then negan goes back to that place in the woods with the barbed wire mm-hmm. steps over it's the night he has a jacket on he has his bat 
sorry, rotten sacks of shit. What the fella got to do to get eaten around here? What's the matter? Huh? Y'all scared of the big bad wolf? Little pig, little pig. Oh, let me in and there you are. Oh, I am gonna... I am gonna blow your all the way in. Vader grabs him from behind and throws him on the ground. That's the end of the episode. Oh man, Negan versus Beta next week, possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll fight or talk it out, but it makes me feel like we're gonna get some of what we saw in the comics. Mm-hmm. He met the group, man, so they're not gonna do it like it's gonna like they're gonna at least have the meeting go down of Negan uh dealing with the Whisperers, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited to see him as Negan with the like fucking with these crazy people the jokes the jokes the jokes oh so good um all right so uh what do you look forward to next week karen uh what we're just talking about Negan interacting with the group how it's going to go along i know it's going to be joker to joke time uh the other groups and how they're dealing with and 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 uh the back and forth between the groups on is it really them is it not really them what's really going on um it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens but the biggest thing is Negan with this group yeah i'm looking forward to what like when sadiq gets back what exactly is rosita's sickness right is is zeke really dying of uh thyroid cancer or is it something else um I kinda if aaron tells everybody about what he saw in the woods <laughs> nigga he better what gamma's role is gonna be in this plan that alpha wants to have happen mm-hmm. um like i have so many things i'm i'm curious about and i want to see play out in the next few weeks um i think this is episode five so we got three more weeks until the break okay which is crazy because if <laughs> you would think you would think that we would be like fucking exhausted of the walking dead because we've covered fear of the walking dead 16 weeks mm-hmm. and then this uh walking dead is coming to a break and like i said i'm already kind of like damn only three more weeks and right. i don't know how i got here but i'm here i'm back to fully like damn i i, I love this show i can't wait to see more going down with it um mm-hmm. so yeah i'm looking forward to all that stuff too and of course yeah negan and uh the whisperers is the number one attraction on the list for me right now because oh my god i just negan being negan like i'm cool but i'm sick of him being humble like even if he's just putting on a freight a fake to survive and whatever i just him talking crazy to them to the fucking savages is gonna be so good because you mm-hmm. know he can't control his fucking mouth Mm-mm. oh man i can't wait to see what kind of jokes he got 
all right uh we got some comments uh some emails uh thanks thank you for the guys who email us the blackout tips at gmail.com yes thank you uh, all you people who email us and uh, let us know what you thought about our reviews and what you're thinking about the show and what you want to hear us talk about mm-hmm. uh nerd geek ninja writes in hey rod and karen oh my god roll my eyes emoji this episode was great and annoying i can see why most of the walking dead cast doesn't go to some of these cons i bet they meet all types of weirdos <laughs> the moment fanboy negan over his mouth i said so when he's gonna die <laughs> i really like this episode really leaning into the theme of people trying to hold on to their humanity or getting other people to return to their uh or to or abandon theirs magna and kelly out here doomsday prepping because the whole community thing is too good to be true yeah i wonder if they're doomsday prepping because them whispers man right like man look this whisper shit is clearly this gonna be the end of this group let's get the fuck out of here they not gonna survive this uh negan trying to be normal and just giving up poor king zeke not having the courage to tell carol the episode title was so perfect for every situation uh and what the fuck was aaron doing he dismisses lydia but it's trying to be friendly with gamma (laughs) right that didn't make any sense to me unless they're setting him up to be some type of fall guy or we're in for more hilarity when she tries to seduce him and he's like um no uh yeah the other uh, thing too with with aaron is um do, i want to know what he thinks he's doing like does he think it's part of a plan because i also remember michonne saying that they were gonna have a plan to fight back at some point but carol shooting back made them have to kind of change things up a little bit mm-hmm. uh just a few more steps and we'll be at full connie and daryl ship love y'all Amon. thank you yeah i'm ready for connie and daryl what are we gonna call them con conroe or I-, I don't know he need to Darny? yeah once he gets the rest of the alphabet he ain't got all the letters yet who you know he's still learning so he don't oh, know all the letters of the alphabet oh yeah like what are we calling them donnie someone said okay um the the walking dead episode 10 uh episode i mean season 10 episode 5 what it always is ken writes in rod and karen this week's opening scene was mesmerizing i know kelly is due some screen time but she clearly has a death wish am i supposed to believe that a whisperer spared kelly in the hunting grounds that zombie hand discolored with discolored eyes looked like a guardian so who saved kelly that's what i want to know how did she get out of that they may have followed them they may even know they were out there maybe i don't even i i'll put it this way y'all i'm chalking it up to dun 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 convenient zombie tm i think that was just one of those things they did on the show they do it all the time but you know sometimes more egregious than others but that like cliffhanger like if you ever watch saturday morning cartoons and it's spider-man you know because saturday morning saturday morning cartoons they can't kill people right Mm -hmm. they can't really maim anybody so what they'll have is like spider-man will be swinging fighting doc op and then he shoots his web at the building and it doesn't stick and he starts falling towards the uh the streets like he's gonna die and it's like oh we're going to commercial and then when they come back they come back four seconds before he actually fell and he just swings away and he's fine but they needed a cliffhanger to go to commercial this felt very saturday morning cartoons to me this felt saturday morning where you don't be like i'm gonna kill him it's gonna be you will meet your demise yeah and uh someone said that's why i have no ads who that's what i'm saying even when you watch these shows without the ads that scene is even more glaring because you're like what what like when you see it without the forgetfulness of three minutes of commercial yeah, between it's like, it come back and then black for a second and come back you're like the fuck is this 
but it's what i'm saying is it's even more glaring when there's no commercial when there's ah, a when okay. there's a commercial you go take a leak you fucking get to you go get the clothes out of clothes like out of the dryer you know but when when you're actually like just watching it go like the motherfucker's like oh, i'm gonna die and then they come back and he's like no not you're like oh <laughs> that that's just bullshit that's what this felt like to me this is just that was just kelly not dying was bullshit she should have died you know because like that that scene makes no sense unless they're really gonna use it and, and, and i will go back and and take away take this all back if they actually do go back and explain that but if not i just i'm chalking it up to just they wanted us right. to think she was gonna die uh i love how the forest is being used like a prop in the game of how to seek you never know who or what will be on your right or your left or right behind you but that's not why i'm here why am i here glad you asked i'm here to announce <laughs> he's back the negan we all love is returned and reunited with lucille in that dreadful leather jacket i wonder how he feels about any bat in barbed wire can it be lucille you know what i'm saying i wonder how he feels about that yeah that's like another woman uh putting on your woman's dress yeah it ain't gonna quite feel the same because he knows right uh many many thanks to brandon for giving us the gift of negan hopefully we uh hopefully he will start nut tapping some whispers next week uh classic negan <laughs> this motherfucker was oh man i know he i know he got a uh walking dead twitter account with a zombie avatar uh the walking dead feedback this is by miss ct who says this will be quick i'm just here to cake for Negan because that death wasn't his fault brandon was bugging out and needed to be stopped on his murderous rampage oh i agree i'm actually kind of sad i feel like negan couldn't pick up the vibe completely old school Negan would have killed brandon in the woods he would have killed brandon in the woods like about three seconds into this motherfucker talking crazy about carl my husband said you'll always have fanatics no matter what the situation is and he just as if he just killed the mom brandon would have been straight i don't know about that mm-hmm. uh but killing that kid especially after that heartwarming story time was a hell nah yeah nigga say he don't kill kids so that was definitely it but even if he just killed that woman that's that kid's mom i don't think negan would have been fine with that i don't either. think this negan would have been okay with that and i don't think even old school negan would have been okay with that same because what did he tell brandon on the bus when he said we're gonna kill the kid keep him we're gonna kill them and take their statue said people are a resource yep and no matter how you feel he's always been people are resources he's like i don't kill unless i have to that's all i got thank you for hanging in there for the four of us watch they watch the walking dead still hey you know what guys that's why we came to be frank it's actually more fun that there's less people watching now i've been saying that for a hot minute i've been having a ball with less people watching it's only the fun people left like people watching Watchmen on sunday cool man i don't have nothing bad to say about that show i love that show too but i'm just happy to be like you know over here chilling and making jokes thinking about how we're gonna recap the show and all that stuff it's just fun Mm -hmm. and y'all busy so nobody gotta be like i don't like i bitch i don't care going over there and watch something else my husband and i have made it our ritual sunday viewing so it's always cool to leave feedback whenever possible just looking forward to hear from y'all so thank you thank you um and turk writes in next uh hey guys poor pumbaa he was out here in the zombie streets living his best life kelly ain't had to do him like that but niggas love real so i guess it was inevitable <laughs> sorry sorry to this pig <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> the 
poor pig sorry to this pig oh man that might be the name of the uh episode that's too good yeah that pig took an l dog he was out there just chilling in the jungle the mighty jungle he just <laughs> like, took that l swap <laughs> because kelly was singing i want my baby back baby baby <laughs> Chili, she, baby, was on baby some other, she was on some other shit uh yeah pigs is a big part of storyline negan and his uh this little pig went to the <laughs> market <laughs> shit come on uh I, actually i think he was the big bad wolf but you know what i meant guys but pigs was the theme though i really enjoyed the negan storyline the show keeps re-exploring the theme that ruthless leadership will always blow up in your face because it begets people who engage in that same violence because they don't value anyone other than themselves it seems an easy way for a group to self-employ well not just that man and i, I sadly because the walking dead is no longer considered high fare for a lot of people but i really for one episode i wish we could go back in time to when everybody wrote all this deep shit about it because this week was it because dog tell me that's not the all right tell me that's not these white terrorist motherfuckers now who believe in these myths of 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 how things really went and then they and then they go out and they do crazy sick shit thinking this is justified this is, this is justified because this is what it used to be like when we was on top and negan that's a that's even a bastardization of what negan was about right like negan wasn't just rolling up on innocent fucking moms and kids by themselves and right, fucking killing them and shit. shit like that like that's but that is what happens when you have these mythologized uh movements of things that really were bad in the first place mm-hmm oh man brandon was such a great character study um and i wonder how negan reckons with his legacy knowing that brandon is affected by the his actions i wonder if that further cements that i was wrong you know we'll see how it plays out um i was too through with aaron this week uh he put a a turk put a a ron this week you can't you can't forgive negan but you're out here helping whisperers who kill people in your group for no reason bitch please right yeah it better be a plan magna better get her act together now that terrorists tig old bitches are gone i don't know how how many lesbians are left with her stank attitude <laughs> i would date miko over her miko is rising in the ranks so if you get hitched to her you might get to be the first lady like rosita Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what i keep thinking about uh yumiko and uh, oh boy Alden. yes yeah, me too the, the chemistry i wonder if because chemi- like everyone says like you see two people together or whatever we just most of us our brains are wired to be like lesbian uh gay straight whatever but it's like she could be bi right and and, and not trying funny i would if they do either way would be fine but i would kind of like for them to kind of go that way to if, explore it right j- just to kind of open up those those windows to be like hey we're we're trying to re- we want you to know it's not about straight and gay it's more yeah. options out there uh magnum might fucking kill somebody uh but yeah um i mean you ain't acting right uh let's see Da-da-da-da. miko is rising in the ranks so if you get hitched to her you might be first oh and poor zeke maybe there's a cancer treatment center of america in the area <laughs> that can they can break into to treat him jerry won't know what to do with himself if zeke dies no he won't man i don't want to see jerry and jerry trying to oh that's one person that will not survive i don't need to see that death scene him on the deathbed and jerry crying what because i will fucking lose it 
uh how about beth says hi beautiful morrows i'll jump straight in please little pig little pig let me in lol number one excellent recap karen i was feeling everything you were saying about the group dynamic at alexandra i hate mob thinking hate it number two email exclusive i love negan i've always loved negan i'm always 50 percent more into him uh i can say this because my favorite version of rick grimes is the insane and violent michonne has to knock him out rick grimes negan had me at take it like a champ taking it like a champ yeah i fuck with negan hard man <laughs> that teenager with negan need to look at the flowers sooner lizzie 2.0 fucking psycho lizzie 2.0 fucking psycho number three i don't want maggie back there i said that she was born as a leader and when she left wow i said more um yeah i don't know man i i, I wouldn't mind seeing maggie back but i hope maggie comes back and it's to expand the story i don't want I her just so. back as leader of hilltop it needs to be something that adds to the story that her character never really bothered me and i thought i did not think she was born as a leader i think uh she was like she was more fucking about that life than rick was at one point so you like savage rick grind savage maggie was out here hanging niggas uh she was out here ready she to go like, to war Gregory, you got to go my nigga she was like fucking having prisoners of war and shit she was she was coming out there like uh y'all better hope me and uh negotiate because if not y'all motherfuckers dying tonight all right have a good one <laughs> like it was nothing them people I could do them back in caskets fuck with me like she was about that life i don't know maggie's a bad bitch dog i, I don't know I, I can't roll with you on that one uh number four i still don't like the dude who left for oceanside uh go and shut up please uh luke uh last season he was written horribly why does every group have to have a member who wants to tell you pointless trivia that you have to listen to because there's no tv why were they writing speeches for him oh that's such hate man wow that's sad somebody I, gotta remember i fuck with with luke plus i mean the zombie apocalypse man you gonna need some interesting niggas because ain't no tv you know you don't you don't want to always read a book tell me about what what this violin is called number five a guardian is a walker whoa whoa yeah to them crazy people number six who is coco's father gabe or sadiq uh sadiq mm-hmm. is the father number seven i'm sick and tired of beta wanting to kill someone and alpha stopping him uh then asking him to finish what she started it was beta's idea uh yeah that's her move man that's a power move okay um uh i also do like i i low-key fuck with alpha's like nope nope let's hear him out when you know she gonna kill him she'd be like hold up we can get a couple extra minutes of entertainment out of this don't kill him right away let him finish now go ahead uh how many people would like to let's put it to a vote i'm like oh she gonna kill him Mm mm-hmm uh number eight i thought kelly was a goner but i should have known when they focused on the walker's head i'm stopping i'm glad y'all are back thank you how about beth yeah oh uh, yeah to me all you was angry at a lot of stuff but to me i i i would have the main thing to be angry at was that kelly's still alive somehow not that i don't want that character to be alive but that shit made no sense <laughs> that walker was literally like about to eat her brain and then it was just like the walking dead thing like wait wait what now hold up so kelly died and then you come back later she just laying in the woods by herself chilling mm-hmm. like oh my god she just needs a little sip of water she'll be fine I'm like what all right y'all that's it for uh this uh recap of the walking dead thanks everybody for listening thank, thank you, you people in the chat room to listen mm-hmm. live we uh appreciate y'all and uh we'll be back 
uh saturday with the feedback show um monday morning the tentative plan is to do our second episode of this too much with me and bossy oh so uh we should be doing that and hopefully within the next week or two our girl janelle james will be a guest on one of the episodes too yay so. all right y'all until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.